Cook and Bartender Podcast with hosts Adam and Tiny, talking everything you want to know about the hospitality industry. And now on with our show. Well, welcome back to the Cook and Bartender Show here with Adam and Tiny. Hello, everybody. So, yeah. Well, Adam, what do we have on our minds today on this beautiful day? Uh, I think today we're going to do with a little topic uh, about character traits of successful people in the industry and those traits that are needed for anybody new in the industry that wants to grow. Hey, you know, that's a good, yeah. Yeah. That's a huge topic we're going to try to tackle today. It is. It might even be a, a more than one episode. Uh, we'll touch on some basics today, I think, uh, but we might take this one into future episodes because we could probably talk for hours about this. <laughs> yes. There is so many traits that what out there that people don't even know that we have or what bartenders have or cooks have waiters that if you've never been in the business you'll never know yeah and i think the first one kind of applies to a lot of positions so it's not strictly for our business but the way a restaurant runs and the oil machine that it is and workers are the parts it's like a it's a it's a engine and it's an engine and everybody has their certain thing they gotta do if it doesn't if you don't do it yeah you're broke down on the side of the road so we call that i guess we call it the team player mentality you know a car is only as good as all the parts working yep and if you don't have them you're screwed yeah um and with the team player mentality i mean that 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 touches so many things it's uh it's 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 being able whether you're in a kitchen with a line you're in the front of the house with a bunch of servers yeah all departments cross but that ability to just jump in and help whenever needed yeah when you i don't know how to describe it you always have to be even though you're focused on your job you also focus on other people's jobs at the same time so you're always looking around you're always uh looking at you know you're, you're doing your thing but you're also looking at your partner or your waitress what are they doing how how what if i'm doing something wrong is it affecting them Right. Or if you see one of them kind of, you know, getting in the weeds or, or get into a tough spot, you know, you may not have mastered their position, but you should know enough to be able to jump in and say, what what can I do? It might be stocking beer. It might be stocking the, you know, stocking the cooler, kitchen cooler or anything. Yep. Um, it's not necessarily your role to do that, but you have to be aware of all of your coworkers and what they're going through and be willing to say, hey, what do you, what, what do you need? Yep. And then that's the one thing that I look for when I hire, you know, uh, when I hire people, they, I look for, are they attentive? Are they looking at you? you even like a good handshake if you know if they have a good handshake to me that means a lot right so that means they're they're willing to put out a little more effort into their their game into the doing their job yeah it shows a little bit of respect too like they, they respect what they're interviewing for yep you know they come in. they really want the job they're not looking at a piece of paper and they, right. you know a pay to them it's a just a job and some tips you know and just, just go home and buy some beer with you know <laughs> yep. they actually care they um, care and that's yeah. that's i mean i'm not gonna call it passion but you know if you want to be a lifetime cook you gotta have the energy the drive the drive to do it it's it's a gr- grueling game out here it is it is it's tough on the body it's tough on the mind it's a never-ending story um and you just go 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 and it, it really does wear you out so you gotta you gotta have that passion or, or what you would call i think drive yeah to drive to do it the it, it gets into your skin it's this this whole you know hospitality industry when you get into it sometimes it just sucks you in and it won't let you out it just like if you wanted to be a police officer and all of a sudden you're not you're cooking and you're, you're enjoying it and you get bumped up to you know the line cook and then you're working on the line and you're working here and you're like oh i wanted to be a cop what happened here 20 years down the road <laughs> yeah, you know 20 years later <laughs> thank god i'm not a cop what, what did i do wrong <laughs> right it sucked me in and i couldn't get out help right yeah so that i mean that's what did me it's it's easy but yeah team player mentality kind of leads into like what i consider an important thing is an optimistic attitude yeah whatever you uh have a little problem there i can't hear you with this oh i wonder why, I wonder why. 
time. No, I'll just edit it out. <laughs> okay. Or technical difficulties. Technical difficulty. <laughs> so that IT guy we're looking for. Yeah, <laughs> oh, there you are. Now you're back right there. Oh, there you go. Who knows? All right. You know, it's new equipment. What can I say? Yeah. yeah. Hey, we need an editor. Edit it out, please. Yep. That's your job. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. We're talking about the... Optimistic attitude. Oh, yeah. Thick skin. Thick skin, optimistic attitude. There's a lot of things in this business that I think if you never worked in it, you don't understand. There's a lot of things that could throw you off in a day. You have a lot of people that you serve. If you're a server, bartender, that that's your passion. You love it. But not everybody's that nice. Not everybody's that cool. Not everybody's a good tipper. Right. You know, and, and it's sad to say a lot of people aren't good tippers, but once again, it's not, it's just a written, not a written rule that you're supposed to tip your waiters. It's just a thing Yeah, do. exactly. I, I, I look at tips as an extra. I don't come in expecting a certain set dollar. Um, but sometimes, you know, you, I've seen a lot of people, they get a few handfuls of bad tables or a bad bar crowd. They ran their ass off and their tip jar is not big and that ruins the rest of their day. And they don't have that ability to like stay optimistic. Like, hey, just a tough day or it's a tough two hours, you know? Yep. You know, and it carries into the next group that walks in. They're like, oh man, that person looks grumpy, you know? Um, but having that energy and that ability to, to not let that get to you. Or even if you're getting in the weeds in the kitchen, you know, and maybe you were putting out plates slow and you were having a tough day, like you get that little break and that next wave comes and it's that ability to, to not focus on that last time. Oh shit, I got in the weeds the last wave. This time I'm going to crush it, you know? Yep. I always say I, I like to shut down and reboot. Yeah, that's a good I, way to put shut it. Shut down and reboot and then you're like, all right, let's, let's do this. The RAM is emptied out and I'm ready to rock and roll. Ready to rock. Erase the memory. Yeah. Yep, erase the memory of the what happened. It's yeah. hard though. It really is. Especially if you're having a bad day. It's just hard to, bad days are bad days. I, I can, you know, it's hard to keep it going. But if you can, if you have the ability to shut down, reboot, you know, get your brain back into the game of it and you know, I'll have you go. And there are sometimes what you don't have that time during a shift because it's just nonstop. So maybe your whole day was a little rough. You were behind, you know, the eight ball the whole time. You're kicking yourself. But that ability to, if you don't have the moment at work to reboot for the next rush, to go home, get it off your chest, take your fucking shower or whatever you got to do, sleep it off, and then come back the next day with none of that on your mind. Yeah, or, you know, at the end of the day, the day you sit down with everybody and we have a drink, one or two drinks, and we talk about what happened or, or make, a, make a joke of it, how that I dropped two burgers or I forgot to read two burgers and my dyslexia hit me hard. And I'm like, crap. <laughs> you know, there's steaks up in the window cooking and I forgot to make two burgers. So. <laughs> right. Oops. But that ability to not, not let it not let it crush you for the week or the day or the moment, you know, depending on, on, on the scenario. But just to wash it off, start over fresh whenever you get the next moment. Yep. Come in the next day and say, today is going to be better than yesterday. I'm not going to do what I did. I'm going to be more on point. And that's a hard trait to come by. It's just to, you know, let the let it go off your back. I had to learn that. I mean, there was a few times I got so mad I walked off the job. I'm like, I'm done. And then, you know, I was like 20 years old just learning. But my sous, sous chef at the time walked behind me and said, hey, man, you got to just learn how to let stuff roll off your back. Or compress it and then deal with it later. Yeah. And then that's a hard thing to learn is let, you know, if you're having a bad day, somebody yelled at you and now you're pissed at them, you, you don't want to make their life bad. Right. You know, it's, so you got to like let stuff roll off your back a little bit and then or compress it and then talk to that person at the end of the shift under your drink. And yeah. Address the situation. Address the situation. And after that, you're you're back to being buds. Right. Because being that with, with the well-oiled machine thing, you know, a restaurant is a machine, all parts running and, you know, one bad cylinder affects all the cylinders if you just keep it going, you know. Yep. You got to bury it, deal with it later, move on. Um, yep. And then, you know, there's the teamwork. Both the person can see you're having a bad day. They'll make, you know, help you out. They'll because hey, I'll do this for you. Don't worry about it. I got this control. You don't, don't worry about that. Right. Uh, which helps out a lot. I'll rock this prepper. Let me get, let me, I'll help you get caught up on those dishes, you know. Help you <laughs> Even a little thing. Or just do something stupid, you know. Like I said, make a joke. Try to try to snap you out of your little funk that you're yep. in, you know. And that's part of the team player thing. And that's also part of being able to, like, all right, it's not the best day in the kitchen. We're all a little on edge, but I'm going to be a team player and a little optimistic. I'm going to make a silly joke or make a tinfoil hat and dance around or something, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
know, jump in the cardboard, whatever. <laughs> I've uh, been known to light a firecracker in the middle of the service once. <laughs> that wasn't very good, but I did it. You did it. It made somebody laugh. Yeah. It might have scared, been... the, scared the shit out of a couple people. It made people laugh. That's funny. That's funny. So, I, and then uh, back in the day, and I hate to say back in the day because you know, it should be all about the same, but it's not. The, you know, people had thicker skins, and that's a hard thing nowadays is you know people don't have the thick skin, so you're not coddling them, but you don't know. You got to get them used to the way we talk in the kitchen or the way the bartender talks and how we are kind of rude to each other, but that's what we are. That's... It- it, it's an unwritten thing in the business, kind of, you know, like a kitchen's not an easy place to work. You do, you, you kind of fuck with each other a lot. Yeah, you know? and you know, you, I mean, one of our friends when I was working, we had, we did some of the worst and evilest mom jokes you've ever heard in your life, but that's what we were. And that's, it made the detentionized. It was, it was fun because you're getting your ass kicked and all of a sudden you say this bad mom joke and you're like, oh, cool, whatever. And you just laugh and he makes it easier on you. But anybody else would come back, they're like, I can't believe you just said that about his mom. <laughs> right. And I'm like, well, it's just one of the things we do. You know? It's, it's kind of, yeah. It's it's, it's a, a friendship thing. It's a back of the house fun. Yeah. yeah. People we, should know that. We do. Yeah, it's a weird w- way of being friends. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, this guy's in a bad mood. I'm going to insult his mom. And then, he, <laughs> then he's going to be happy. <laughs> right? Or I'm going to put vinegar in his drink. Yeah, do something dumb. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to be really mad at me. But he was like, yeah, whatever. Right. I'm getting you back, I'm buddy. A, I'm going to hide his spatula. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a brotherly love thing, you know? It is. You, you, pick, on each, you pick on each other. Um, but all that goes into, like, keeping the keeping the energy, you know? getting people out of funks you know do, yep. doing what you got to do as weird roundabout ways as you could think of just doing it yeah and, and it's it's changed a little bit and through the times now but it really hasn't changed that much we're a little more a little more politically correct and i probably haven't said a bad mom joke in quite a few years but you're you're evolving i am evolving i'm the ape <laughs> <laughs> one day, i can learn new tricks one day you'll be human yeah someday who knows you're working your way there <laughs> i am i'm proud of you i might die before i get totally human but whatever yeah you know it's just uh, evolution is a process and that is cool evolves into the ground yeah so you talked about uh we talk about that whole shitty day thing i think those bad days good days and busy and the well of the machine a lot of that the next trade i would say like you got to be really level-headed in this business you gotta keep cool yeah you do i mean especially when you're getting your ass whipped up on or if somebody makes a mistake you have to be just like okay how do we deal with this yeah Let's move on and when you're in the weeds or you're getting you know you, you just got tickets stacking up and i find myself even doing it now you know and i start over thinking it and I'm like hey I'm not gonna get this food out and how do I piece these tickets together and I'm on this little grill and I got 50 sandwiches and waiting to go and I by myself I have to remind myself to like hey you can only do so much you can only run so fast if you need and if you run too fast that's when you make mistakes and things go downhill fast yep yep you gotta learn to what your pace you know like a long distance runner you gotta have your pace going if you don't have your pace or if you go a little faster you're gonna trip and fall yep or you're gonna run out of steam earlier so you gotta remind yourself and be level headed you know be self-aware that like okay this could be worse could be could be better could be worse but i'm gonna get through it one way or another and 90 percent of the people understand if you're by yourself or you're doing it you can't pump out and now for me in my breakfast joint when i get 10 15 people in here at one time i can do eight people on my flat top depends what it is yeah. about eight people at a time so my waitress knows and i know that they but in my head I'm like i want that food out now right because you see them waiting and you, yeah. you just want it you want to serve you know it's in our nature but i gotta remind myself just slow down 
let the food cook. Don't don't rush it. Otherwise, you're gonna have bad bad food, and bad food doesn't bring customers back. Yep. And same with front of the house. You get all these tables, and you're looking around, and you know you get those moments where it's just it's just too many people to handle in your area. You have to remind yourself that you are human, and let yep. and level yourself out. Like I can't do that. Yes, I'm stressed because they might not get their drinks for a few more minutes, and I really want to get there, but there's only so much I can do. And that that ability to stay calm and not show it too, especially in the front of the house, where like, oh fuck, I'm stressed as all can be, but I can't let table six see that. Yep. They're and you got to have the smile, the permanent grin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be smiling even though you're you're thinking three three steps ahead of yourself. Get that table drinks, get that silver over there. And all of a sudden, now somebody was like, oh, can I have a glass of water too? I'm like, right. uh, yeah, I'd be right there. Hang on. <laughs> You know, with a smile. Well, yeah, be right there. 400 things in your head that you have to get to now. And they, yep, there is no they had, more. They had nine opportunities to ask for water. Now they want water. <laughs> you asked them if they wanted water 10 times. They said no, but now... Yep. Now they want water. Yeah, but you got to do it casually and cool and get them the water and, yeah, keep keep your keep your composure. That's a big thing, you know? And uh, don't look at that water glass because they'll order it when you're beating your ass kicked. And then when you go to clear the table, they took like one sip out of it. And you're like, <laughs> oh my God. you ran me, dude. <laughs> that is so funny. That happened so many times. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, he ran, you know, he left me That's awesome. 10 cents. <laughs> he didn't even drink the water. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to do anything to you. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that goes in the day you see that you're like, that person didn't even sip the water and I had to break my whole rhythm and flow. But then when they leave, that's that whole part of like the level headedness and that like thick skin is just, you laugh it off. Yep. And you don't let it carry into your next table or your next group that walks in. You know, those little things that can happen 20, that could be the 20th water that nobody touched. Right. But they were flagging you down and yelling for it. They were. Um, but you, you go to the next table and you do, and you they're two separate entities. And people know people. I, maybe it's just me, but people know. And if you're having a bad day and then they re, you reflect it onto them, onto the next table that doesn't even know who you are. But now they're like, oh, she's in a bad day. Uh, we don't want to be here. We don't want to, you know. She's throwing the food at you, or he, he or she, or whatever, you know. And I, I tried to tell my way. She's like, just let it go, you know. Just be happy. Just put the smile on your face and go. And it's hard to do, you know. It's a lot, and that's why we talk about the thick skin thing. That, you know, we deal with so whether you know back of the house. You guys have your own way of getting through your rushes and what you have to deal with. So you have thick skin with each other. Yep. Front of the house, you, you know, you hear everything, you know, every complaint, you hear every political argument. As a bartender, you hear everybody's drunk and angry about things at the bar. And, you know, oftentimes you get called things because whatever. Yeah. You, know, you didn't get their Bud Light fast enough. They had to wait 42 seconds for their Bud Light and they fucking curse you out. And then, but you have to just have that thick skin and know that's part of the job, you know? Yep. Sometimes you can make a joke out of it, you know? I was waiting for it to cool down just so it's nice little cooler for you. <laughs> we just restocked right. it, you know? little, Yeah, a little improv. Like, oh, thanks, man. <laughs> and then back in, like, you beep, 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 <laughs> F. Back room talk. Yep. Go to the walk-in. <laughs> and, and it's in the, for the cooks, too. You, we, we have we have to hear the waitresses. They come back, they're like, Bob, about table five, you know, those whatever. And you're like, oh, you know, they're like, we need that food or they forgot to do the food. And so now they're throwing a wrench into us, but they're still mad because you can easily spiral down. Yes, if you have that, if you don't have thick skin and, yeah. you, and you let it get to you, it spirals from the front to the back and back, or vice versa. You yep. know? And then, of course, you know, when I was Lee Cook on some of the places I were, you have to learn the tempo of the business, the, the place, because there's a tempo, there's a rhythm. You know, the engine runs at a certain rhythm that makes the pace just right. So if the waiters are getting buried, I'd, I'd slow the, the line down a little bit. You know, hey, let's just uh, slow down a little bit on this ticket. You know, to, wait, wait for them to catch up or to help. You, yeah, that's awesome. That, that you do that to, to help them get like, so they can get cut up because we don't want to serve out. 
serve food up there right away. She can't get to it. He can't get to it. And all of a sudden, the food gets out. A, like a hamburger, it's going from rare to medium now. So why should I put it up there? It's just, I'll just wait two minutes. Now, that's cool. That, that's And that's that's something I do on the front of the house as a bartender, too. We have our grill behind the bar, but that's part of that team mentality. I like that story you just told, because there's oftentimes, and you've been to our place, you know, those tickets stack yep. up. We have a two-foot by two-foot grill. It's um, amazing how much food that, that little grill pumps on so fast. But if I'm not on the grill, I can slow. I know people asking for menus. They're waiting to order, but I can kind of read them. Cool. They're having cocktails. They're fine. And I will intentionally not go there for five minutes, let the cook get caught up. Mm-hmm. Now now we don't have 20 tickets. We're back to 10 tickets. We're non-crazy level. Yep. I worked in many places where they, the tickets just start coming in. You're, and you freak out. Your brain goes, <laughs> oh my God, what am I supposed to do? Where do I start? Panic mode. The panic mode hits and you know, all of a sudden you just, and it, it's the deer in the headlights sometimes. You have, you look at it. You look down at your grill. You come, okay, I buy five burgers. You look up there. Wait a minute, I got six. One, two, five, six. And the mathematic in your head does not add up. You don't you don't even know that you're missing one burger. You know you need six, but there's five on the grill. But somewhere in there, in there your, your brain's going, you got plenty. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, wait, I'm, I'm short with something. What am I short? You don't know. Yep. And then you freak out more. And- yep. And that's the deer in the headlights, you know, and that's yeah. That's what I like to do. Like I've told people before, and even I try to tell myself sometimes, like, shut down, reboot. You know, clear clear your brain. Yeah. And, and, and that goes with the tempo of the restaurant. You know, you slow down the line to help the servers so they can reboot, you yep. know, or the server get, buys you a little more time out front before she takes an order or he takes an order and that gives you time to get caught up so you can reboot. Yep. Even if it's a five minutes of yeah. slowing it down on the grill, you get a chance to say, okay, I'm cool, calm, collected now or vice versa. I'm ready for the next know. 100 people. Yeah, right. It's just, uh, that's, <laughs> and then you make a bad mom joke about something. <laughs> that's why everything's better. <laughs> yeah, everything's fine. Let's go. <laughs> But there is, you know, the, the the kitchen does have bad days. The front of the house has bad days. Bartenders have bad days, you know. And there's just days that things just won't work out. There's the engine, there's something wrong, you know. The cylinder's not fine, right? You just don't know what it is. There's nothing you can do about it. You just... next, Yeah, take it to the overnight mechanic and come in the next day yep. and hope it's running better, you know. You know, I have a couple of drinks afterwards, talk to the people, try to figure out what's wrong. But you know what's wrong, but you really don't know what's wrong. It's just a weird... We're human and we are a machine in a restaurant, um, but sometimes even a human engine is low on oil. Yep, it's just you know, a little sluggish, and you're going to have those days because we're not robots and we're not superheroes. Yeah, we're not sitting in front of a computer and like it crashes and you're like, ah, if one person crashes, it crashes the whole team. How do how do you fix you know that one? Good to have people that are strong enough to help you, support you, to move you and move on, keep keep that the engine going. But that is, I mean, that's probably why a lot of cooks and are alcoholics because the stress. <laughs> You get done at work, you're like, ah, I just need a drink to settle down. <laughs> I know I know a lot of cooks now, they get done at work, they go and work out, you know, because so it's healthier for you, better for your brain and stuff. And uh, they go work out, you know, they release the energy that builds up into you in the middle of the day. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And then, yeah, a lot of times you just go out with your people and say, man, we got through it. It was a shitty day, but... There's always tomorrow. Tighten up the Tomorrow's bolts tomorrow. Gonna yep, engine's going to keep running, you know. But yeah, that's uh, definitely part of the... Of the successful people yep. mentality and energy. And then there's a few, and that's another thing, like people are, that really strive in this business are people that are always watching. It's, you're not just watching what you're doing, you're watching what the other people are doing. So you know if that person needs help or if that person needs running low on something, you can like, oh, hey, I'm running to the back, I'll grab that for you too. You know, not just like, hey. Aware, awareness of your surroundings. Awareness of your surroundings. And everything has a spot and everything has a place. And if you don't, like the new cooks come in, I'm like, all right, it's muscle memory is what you're looking for. So you 
you're going to have your salt cream here. You're going to have uh, your beef here, this, everything that has a spot. So you don't have to, like, look. Your hand already knows. You're, you're in this coordinates. Your hand's going to go and grab that right there. It's not. So you're not going, oh, crap, where did I put that today? Right. <laughs> I mean, that just one little step slows it down. Slows it down. Uh, you know, a couple seconds. Well, a couple seconds through the whole night, you're, you're in the weeds, and you got to get the bail pail out or the... Yep, it doesn't take much to get into the weeds. No, and that's but that's that team mentality thing too. You know, like being observant of what your counterpart might need. Yep. You know, you see him slap that last piece of sour cream on the ticket, and you don't have anything to do, but you know where the sour cream lives. Just go grab it and stock it for him, because mm-hmm. you know he's going to lose his rhythm if he steps away to yep. go grab the sour cream. He's in his own. He's crushing the grill. Oh my god. Oh shit. I see. There's no. You know, he's going to need buns. Go grab them for him. You know. Because um, he'll do the same thing for you. Yeah. If it's a good guy, if it's not a good guy, we'll yeah. get rid of you. And the real successful ones in this business i think are the ones that naturally have that but also work at that like what can i do to make my coworkers' life better right now too not yep. just looking at yourself you know you're looking at like man i'm crushing it i'm doing this i have five seconds my station stocked but look it over how can i help with that group or what can i grab for them that i see that they're low you know yep. awareness of other departments awareness of who, who you're looking at who you're working with awareness of your customers yeah i mean it's just always i always try to walk in and try to learn something new or try to do something new to expand my skills to help out so there's always i'm like I always walk in when i was younger like okay i'm gonna walk in i'm gonna pay more attention to this person or that or, or try to how to pay more attention to see what the surroundings so you can do stuff help people out yeah and not just get stuck in your little box like this is my station and that's all i care about and i'm gonna always have my station stocked so, like that's cool you should always do that because you always should be prepared for anything but also okay my station stocked rather than pull out your phone and you know th- you yep. Think about what you're going to watch it when you get home. Look around and see what might be needed, even though you don't know a lot about their area. It's, it's like, you know, we're not on a union job. I mean, I've worked unions before, and there's some people like, I'm a saute cook, and that's all I do. So if you get your ass cooked, I'm sorry, I'm not allowed to do that. I'm like, no, that's not the way it is. In most kitchens, even if we were a union, we still helped everybody else out. Yeah. And that's like, there's always that one person. I'm union. I don't have to do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn you. That's the one you make a lot of jokes about in your head. That's the one you give a hard time to, so hopefully they uh, will leave, just leave. <laughs> I would say I've never done that, but you know. Uh, allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, I might have done that. Maybe, maybe. Our lawyers are not present, so. <laughs> That's right. HR has left the building. <laughs> There's no HR on this podcast. <laughs> Thank God. So yeah, that's some of them. Uh, I think another thing in this business, um, flexibility. Yep. Having a flexible mind, whether because uh, there's always something that's going to go wrong, something's going to break, someone's going to call off. Um, you might be scheduled for a shift, and it's just you're getting your ass kicked, and you're staying two hours later, five days in a row. Um, you know, it's. I feel like it's a business where. Just every day there's something. There is something. There's, there's something every day that you have to do or it's like, you're like, cool, you know, I get off at two o'clock and I can go and get a matinee movie. I'm like, so excited because a new movie came and pretty soon the dishwasher calls in sick. I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to stick around for a couple more hours. I'll go to the movie some other day. Yep. You get caught up on the dishes. You're helping the team out because everyone's yep. chipping in and there's a lot of that because there are so many moving parts to a restaurant um there's a lot of parts that people don't just don't see right behind the scenes yeah a lot of behind the scenes stuff and you never know i mean you, your kitchen closes at nine and you had a slow day but at eight forty, all of a sudden your dining room's full you're not closing the kitchen at nine nope you're, you're still feeding people you're still feeding people because you can't tell half the crew half the restaurant they can't eat we could we could only feed half the place because we're only open for 15 minutes on the grill no everyone's that came in at 8 30 they're gonna get fed by yep by, and we uh clean half the kitchen so the other half that we've cleaned you can't have anything on that menu. Sorry, there's no pizzas today. <laughs> I've had that happen. Actually, re- recently. Really? Yeah. No way. A place closed at uh, two or three, or I came in an uh, hour, or it wasn't even like I came in 10 minutes, you know, because I never want to be that person. Yep, I work I, I work that. in the industry. I, I'm nice. I hate those people. 
But yeah, sure enough, they said, hey, you'll get one third of the menu. This is all you can get. No way. And it was an hour before the kitchen closed. They said, we already cleaned it and we don't want to get it dirty again. I said, wow. Wow. I've, I worked at one place where we had pizzas and I, it was slow until the very end and I had everything cleaned up and I would do it, make the pizza or two, and then I'd clean up and I got another pizza order. I'm like, really? I just cleaned it twice. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be able to clean it five times. And I, after like the second time, I said, screw it. I'm just going to wait until the doors are closed. Yeah. You know? And there you go. And that's being flexible. That's having thick skin. That's the ability to adapt. That's, that's that flexibility of saying, you know what, I'm here, I'm going to be here late, I'm going to clean this five times, you know, it's it's all part of the operation, so it kind of goes into the team thing we talked about, like, all of that is, those are the basic characteristic traits, I think, yep. to anyone. And you told a bad mom joke about there, who just ordered that pizza. <laughs> It all goes around in circles. Yeah. By bad, it means not funny. That's right. Yeah, funny to me, but yeah, not but sure yeah. the per person that just ordered the pizza. Yeah, this is a this is a definitely a topic we could probably go on and on for hours and hours about. It's oh, been, definitely. You know. I mean, to be walking in on the first day of your job and you know looking around and just like jumping in and doing doing something. Or asking what you could do or how you can help. And every job is a little different. Every chef's a little different. Every bartender's a little different. But you, that's, that's the best thing is like a lot of cooks, chefs bounce around. Well, you're just adding to your playbook, you know, like a, your playbook. Now you know this skill, you know how to do that. And so you, you walk in, you can look around like, okay, most all kitchens are kind of the same. They all have you know, the same kind of equipment, but there's like a little different playbook. So you can just walk in and jump in and do. Yeah. If you're skilled. If you're skilled, yes. But don't walk in and act like you know more than anyone around you because you've been in the business for a long time. That's, right. That's the worst thing you could do. I don't know, one of my last jobs I did, I walked in and oh, it was my first day and I was learning how to do breakfast. Well, I mean, I knew how to breakfast. I was learning their way of doing breakfast. And we didn't have a, didn't, I walked in, they didn't have a dishwasher. So I just walked over and started doing dishes, you know. Then I walked over and I started learning how to food. And the cook's like, wow, you did dishes? I said, yeah, why? I mean, it needs to be done. I was here. I was here. Yep. Not cool. Because he didn't want to do them. I don't mind doing dishes. I, it's, uh, I've been a mental mental game in my head when I do dishes. It's weird. It's, <laughs> that's a ne- it's not right. That's a different episode. <laughs> right? Weird mental games that Tiny plays. <laughs> when doing dishes. <laughs> I make a game out of it. It's, it turns fun. Turn my brain, I'll make a game out of it and go. I, that, 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 that goes into all that whole, like, how to get through the shift and doing things. You got to make games out of things. You know, you got to, you got to, you have little interesting yep. things that you do. And when I worked on one place, we, we always made a 50, 70, 70 pounds of coconut shrimp for one of the menus. So we had, it was two of us had prepared shrimp. And every time we had to bread them, we made a different game out of it. And basically it was to do the best you can do, but as fast as you can do it. And the person that didn't was the loser had to buy a drink for the other person usually. <laughs> oh, so we did had to do their job or something. Or Who won the game more? You or the other guy? At first the other guy won mostly, but then I, I had a trade and I got to learn the secrets and I started winning gotcha and then after a while it was just born with each other so then we bring in the newbie <laughs> hey come over here buddy <laughs> it looks like you're buying the drinks yeah for a while. you're buying the drinks tonight <laughs> we're not going to tell you that <laughs> that's too funny so it was fun Awesome. And then when you do that, you know, you play games with each other and stuff like that, it does help you. Helps the morale, helps helps you connect to the, you know, the engine to make the engine work better. Yep. It's the oil in the machine. It totally is. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Do we, what else? It seems like we've been going around in circles, but we've we've talked a lot. And then people, I hope this helps y'all. I mean, we're telling our little, our dirty little secrets. You know, we might be on the hit list here pretty soon by some cooks like, they're telling all our secrets. No. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be wanted soon. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Cool. We're trying to keep these around a half hour. Yeah. Uh, so. Kind of our goal target. I think this is a topic we will dip into a little bit more. 
um, different character traits, different personality types that fit in. We can do like when when I hire people, what I look for when I hire people. Yeah, yeah. And I mean that also character traits and stuff too. So so this was just the tip of the iceberg on on this whole whole concept of the people in the business. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and more, how to more, treat people in the business. Uh, yeah, we should uh, talk about that one we day should. too. So more to come on all of this. Um, yeah, yeah, we've just begun to scratch the surface here. But we don't want to keep you too long because you have lives and jobs and things to go to. Right. And you're probably almost home on your commute. And if you went this far, I'm amazed that you listen to us this long. And once again, we love you. Thank you for listening. And then we do have uh, on Facebook, Cook and Bartender, Instagram, Cook and Bartender. And then if you want email us, it's cookandbartender at gmail.com. And we can be found on Spotify, Anchor. And Apple and all the other places that you might want to have on any kind of podcast podcasty places yes cool so check the podcasty places send us an email uh, if you have any ideas and once again community we love you and uh hopefully you stay tuned in and spread the word if you like it yeah thanks a lot appreciate it we'll Uh, talk to you next time have a great day bye